Welcome! Yeah. Another day, just before the 4th of July. Thinking about the 4th of July, you know, I can think um, of American history, and I remember studying about the 4th and the guys who signed the Constitution. They knew, they knew they were signing a death warrant. They knew they were not going to survive. But because they did it, and they knew the gravity of, of making that decision, that's why me and you today can enjoy the freedoms that we have. Even when we don't agree, we can still express ourselves. All because those guys knew that by signing the Declaration of Independence, that they would be signing their own death warrant. But they did it for you and for me. And for that, we're grateful. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be here now talking to you because I may not have had the freedom that I have today to, to share with you what's in my heart and my passion. So make sure we take a moment and think about tomorrow and all the that was sacrificed that we celebrate that freedom because it, was, it didn't come easy. Freedom is never easy. A lot of times we don't think about the price that was paid. And we're still paying the price. 2008, I got recalled and I was in Iraq. I saw bloodshed. And, uh, you know, it wasn't pretty. It made life real. <laughs> it makes life really real when you're being bombed. But anyways, story for another time. Or you can check out, uh, if you look back on some of my previous uh, Facebook lives, because I've been doing these every day since February. So quite a bit out there. You can learn a lot about uh, yourself and a lot about me and where I came from. But that's not our subject. Our subject is to give you another nugget to help you become more of you. Because it's about you and not about me. But anyways, I just wanted to make a note on the, the fact that it's um, Independence Day coming up tomorrow. So, still in Developing the Leader Within You 2.0 by John Maxwell. And it was an interesting chapter that said our actions can make our problems increase in number and size. Said, my problems always tended to multiply whenever I, and he gives us six different things that when they occurred, they caused him more grief and did not help solve problems. And hopefully we can learn. You know, they say there's two ways you can learn from your own experience and someone else's experience. So maybe we can learn from John Maxwell's experience versus having to experience it ourselves or help us to reinforce what we already learned because these are things that we 
or you have already experienced. But now I'm just increasing your awareness so that you're more aware of it so that you can fight against those things that tend to multiply your problems as opposed to resolve your problems. Because we're in the problem-solving business. We're not into the, the, the multiplying problem business. First thing he says, many times tended to multiply his problems when he lost his perspective. Why are we here? What are we doing? In the heat of a battle, always when stress is on and you're in challenges and problems, they always seem larger than they really are. But we need to take a step back and not lose perspective. You see, I talk about us being complex beings, spiritual beings gifted with an intellect and a physical body. And see, if we lose the the the, the perspective of the spiritual and we let the flesh, the physical, come out, we lash out like an animal, but we're not animals. So it's important not to lose our perspective. You know, take a breath back. Go for a walk. Realize it's not really as bad as you thought it was. A lot of times it's not. But in the heat of the battle, we just want to, uh, just get at it. Okay. Gave up on an important personal value. We, we need to be authentic. We can't give. We can't give up on what makes us us. We can't give up our integrity. We can't give up our honesty. We can't give up our, our passion to do the right thing, to cut corners, to make it easier. It never works. Whenever you do that, you only compound problems. It may not be right away. As a matter of fact, a thought just came in my mind. Tell me you haven't seen this before. You ever been there? People know. As a matter of fact, this is even on TV shows. They, they, they um, on TV shows sometimes they show um, an a, uh, estimate on a new drug or something. They said, "Well, if you do this, uh, there's going to be casualties." And they said, "Well, we're going to help um, five. This will help five thousand people, but it's probably going to kill five. And and those odds in an actuarial thing to say, I can live with that. We're going to do that. We're going to manufacture that. It's worth the price of those five lives. Who are we to determine how much a life is worth? That's not our place. Five lives, even for 5,000, is not, is not a decision we make. That's a decision for God to make. We don't make life and death decisions for other people or for a monetary gain. That's ludicrous. We lose the purpose for why we're here. It's not, it's not about the money. It's about the people. The people are important. Uh, yeah, if you knew, you know, 5,000 and uh, five people had to die, well, what if you were one of those five? It's not so lucky in your case now, is it? Excuse me. 
hydrogen here. Ah. It's not so lucky. So don't compromise your values or take shortcuts because it only causes you more problems in the end. Matter of fact, you know, well, that's a different story. I was going to talk about Aeon uh, and their challenges. It didn't happen overnight. You knew that people knew things were going wrong, but they they refused to accept them. And, you know, uh, you don't uh, take care of the obvious. It eventually catches up with you, and it did. Okay. Lost my sense of humor. Oh, man. <laughs> you can't lose your sense of humor. That's the thing that keeps you going at the time. <laughs> it's your sense of humor. If you can't see the the, uh, the the joy in some of the challenges that you end up in, if you can't laugh at yourself, you've got a problem. If you can laugh at yourself, you can live longer because you realize you're not perfect and things happen. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I'm going to tell myself earlier. I'm not going to tell you what happened yesterday, but anyways, so tonight I said to 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 make sure what happened yesterday, and you'll probably guess, does not happen again. I'm going to, when I get home, I'm going to take my wife's car and put some gas in it. You can figure out the rest of the story. Anyways, so I come home, and uh, you know my wife stands like, okay, let me just uh, grab her a key and uh, go get some gas. Well, I'm thinking normally she just uh, drops the key on the table, drops the key in the kitchen, on the counter. So I'm looking, I spent about 15, 20 minutes looking for this key. And I look all over the house. Finally, I didn't want to be late to talk to you all. So I said, well, I got to ask her, honey, where's the key to your car? Did you check the hook? <laughs> I must have walked by that hook five or ten times. I didn't think to look up. The hook where it's supposed to be is where it was. Oh, man. If we can't laugh at ourselves, who can we laugh at? I'm thinking her mind, she put it somewhere. And I, I looked everywhere except where I should have looked on the hook, and I walked by it about five times. Have you ever been there? <laughs> and yes, my self-talk was not good. I said, what a nut I was. But that's not good self-talk. He said, next time I'll remember to check the hook. That only proves I'm human too, and I am in developing phase as well. I don't always... Uh, Keep myself talk right. That dialogue, that ongoing dialogue you have with yourself all the time. I had a not good dialogue as I laughed at myself for not looking in the most obvious place to find a key to go get her gas. Anyways, so don't lose the sense of humor. It'll help you keep you sane sometimes with some of the crazy things that happen. <laughs> All right. All right. This one here. Feeling sorry for yourself. 
Now, come on. Leave me alone. I'm going to have my own pity party. Don't bother me. This is it. Let me have my pity party. Woe is me. Ugh. The world don't like me. I don't like me. Nobody likes me. I'm just going to wallow in. Feel sorry for myself. What do you gain in doing that? Nothing. You gain nothing feeling sorry for yourself. As a matter of fact, you become the critic and not the coach. Instead of feeling sorry, you say, hey, all right, shake it off. This happened this, it happened this time. Yeah, three things happened. <laughs> Come on, just say, Lord, please send me in the other direction. <laughs> I don't want to keep doing these crazy things. And he will. He'll give you, you know, give you give you up a, a, a hand up. Well, you know, you do one thing and then one thing falls over, the glass falls over. And then you go to grab something, and then you knock the glass on the floor, and it breaks. And you go to mop it up, and you accidentally step on a piece of glass. You're like, oh, what else could happen? (laughs) You haven't been there? (laughs) Yeah, so don't feel sorry for yourself. Coach yourself. Become the coach and not the critic. When you see it happen, the mind should snap. Say, hey, 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 get out of there. You're in the wrong direction. Move to the right. Bravel was on there telling me that I need to be on the other side. So I need to be on the other side. That guy on the left shoulder, slap him in the head and say, I'm talking to the guy on the right shoulder. I just need to get it together. I can do this. I know I can. Come on. Think back. You did it yesterday. You can do it today. Ain't nothing but a thing. Boom, boom, boom. Get yourself back in the game. Don't allow yourself into that pity party. It's a waste of your time. You don't have time for that. Too many people depending on you to give them what they need. And only you can give it to them. So don't delay. You know, get over yourself and move on. Yes. So. Blamed others for my situation. You know, we could all do that. I'm thinking of a movie now. What is it? Uh, uh, Fast and Furious, the first one. Um, the two guys, there was a black guy and a white guy that drove. And near the end or in the middle, the black guy says, yeah, I know. I blame you. And I know it was my fault. But he felt so much easier. It felt so much easier to blame the other guy when he knew he was wrong, but he wanted to blame someone else. Don't blame someone else. Evaluate the situation. We all make mistakes. Say, hey, I made a mistake. Let me figure this out. Take the punishment and move on. But don't wallow in it. Take the blame. Yeah, I did it. As a matter of fact, if you're in charge of anyone, this was my philosophy and it was very powerful. My my philosophy with my employees was to make sure that they had everything they needed to get their job done and to protect them from all the naysayers and the negative that came from the people above that wanted to come down on my people. Said, blame You want to blame someone? Blame me, not my team. It's my fault. If, it, if something got out of whack, let's just get it fixed. 
I'll take the blame for it. If you want to punish me, punish me, but not my team. They're working as hard as they can. It's not their fault. When you do that for your team and they know that you got their back, then you have the same experience I had when I was on a Saturday and I had to come in and get some work done. And I, I was told by HR that I couldn't bring anyone in on Saturday for any overtime. And I had an employee that still wanted to work for me. And I said, I can't. Legally, I can't let you work. I'd love for you to work, but I just can't do it. But she wanted to work so bad just to help me because she knew I had her back. She wanted to have my back. That's what you want. People who, when you're authentic and you stick up for your people, your people stick up for you. So don't blame others for a situation. Take it yourself. And the last one, <laughs> this one happens all the time. If you're doing it, stop it. Put a draw a line. I haven't told you what it is, I know. Here it is. Wish for them to go away, the problems. Wish for them to go away instead of working for them to go away. There's a problem. Take it one step at a time. Ignoring it is not the answer. As a matter of fact, ignoring it takes a molehill and makes it a mountain. Had you dealt with it when it occurred, even though it may have stung, it stung a little bit less than if you let it fester. And then tensions, even with teams, tensions boil up on both sides. And then you've got this uproar. You have to have a, a, a total unscheduled meeting people have to confront each other and then you have to resolve the issue then you have to hear about all the stuff that had you handled it in the beginning would have never happened but because you chose to have blind eyes and not see it okay a thought came to mind uh in couples normally guys i'm a guy and i'm married so uh, and those who are married or those who soon will be married or intend to get married need to understand this one thing that always occurs in couples, young couples, and even sometimes in older couples because in today's environment, you never know. But anyways, this is the situation. It happens all the time. You're newly married. You did something that... You know, uh, you come home and you realize that, yeah, you messed something uh, that you don't know what happened. You come home and, you know, communication words only a small percentage of communication. That's critical. You'll learn that when you're married long enough. But anyways, words are only a small part of communication. So you come home. And let's say you had little kids. You come home. Your wife's there. You see she's frustrated. And you ask her, is that wrong? No. You say, okay. Then you just turn over. And you turn around. And you go watch TV or something. Knowing by the tone that something's wrong. 15 minutes later, she is steaming. And you're like, well, what's wrong? And you know that something was wrong. 
and you didn't address it. You just went on to yourself. How selfish of you. Yes, I've been there. How selfish of you. You've got to listen and, and address it. Then don't let it go. So many times we just let things go and they boil up and then they become great problems. And then she's crying and three days later and you're like, why are you crying? Well, I had a problem yesterday. Yeah, but I asked you and you said no. But you know, based on the tone, that there was a problem. Now, those of you who have been married for four, for, for five or ten years, when you say, hey, how was the day? No, are you okay? No. No, uh, you say, no. And that by that tone, you know, there's a problem. And you sit down, come on, let's talk about it. Because you know by the tone. And I'll take it a step further because this is this is good stuff. At work, it's critical. As I said, we're complex beings gifted with an intellect and we live in a physical body. So it's important to understand that we're not just employees. When people are not just employees, they're people. This means they have life. They have more dimensions than one. And it's critical because it affects the business and it affects the life. So you have to be always keyed up when you're talking with your employees because it's not what they say. It's how they say it. It's the tone. It's the words. You know, they may a guy may have slept on the couch all night because um, his wife kicked him out because of something he did. Or one of the kids were hurt and he was up all night. And, you know, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. And normally they're like, yeah, I'm good. And I'm doing all right. You know if there's something wrong. You, can, you cannot afford not to address it because it's going to affect the performance. Not only is it going to affect the performance, if you fail to address it, they begin to believe that you don't care and that it's all about the job and they don't count. And your greatest asset are the people that you work with, you get to work with. And it's like family. You need to know, what can I do to help you? Sit them down, talk to them. All the time, sometimes it's women and, and I'm a guy and sometimes I don't understand and I'll say, you know, if you have a lady that works with you that kind of works in a supervised position, say, hey, um, there's something wrong with so-and-so. Can you go over there and just kind of talk to her a little bit and see if you can resolve and help her through the pain that she, she's in? It's obvious. You can see it. So it's important not to ignore things, but to work through things. Because I can guarantee you, when you ignore things, they don't go away. They come back in a larger form. And, and later you wish that you had dealt with it in the beginning as opposed to waiting to the end. And, and, and let me tell you, a lot of times when we don't deal with those things, or a lot of times when we get ready to deal with those things, we think they're going to be really bad. And they end up being a lot better than we thought that they were going to be. 
I think these 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 are gems. These are great. And when I read these, I I they really just resonated. I said I've got to share this information. His last statement here, he says, through these errors, I learned that I needed to take responsibility for addressing the problems, take responsibility for my attitude and emotions, and give my best effort to landing a solution that was good for me and the team. That's it. Take responsibility. So that's my lesson again about Get in the arena. Get in the arena. That's where life is, in the arena. Interacting and, and, and helping people and working together. That, that is living. Don't be on the sidelines. Don't be having pity parties, feeling sorry for yourself, blaming others. Take control. I'm in control of my life. I will not sit on the sidelines. There's a problem. I will go and help someone. I'm not going to sit there and let it go. And don't you either. Because you see, that's a, that's a confidence builder as well. When you are able to help someone, it helps build your confidence. So we talked about in the mirror, we talked about our self-talk. And then coaching ourselves in such a way that it builds our confidence and problem solving is another way to continue to build your confidence. As you work, you learn things, and then you share those things with others. And they feel grateful for learning something new, and it helps build your confidence because it solidifies your relationship with them. And <sighs> that's it, man, was that a great lesson. Until tomorrow, which is the 4th of July, enjoy yourself. Do not blow your fingers up with those firecrackers. You're better off just going and watching the fireworks. And one of the things I, they always talk about PTSD, but I know in my neighborhood at about 9 to about midnight, it sounds like a war zone. Those things are going pop, 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 boom. Occasionally, he has loud, loud bangs. You think you're in a war zone. So be careful with those things. And um, be safe. Enjoy the food. I like barbecue spirits, and my wife has got them in the oven right now, and so I'll get a few tonight. <laughs> Anyways, so you know a little bit about me. I will let you go until tomorrow. Um, call to action. Yeah, if you want to know. Why I do what I do. I've got a talk on my page there. My page is winners. You can do it. Look at the first video at the top. I got pinned. It says, so what? Why does that matter? Find out why that matters. You'll be surprised what you learn about you. Thank you. See you on the page. Have a good night.